Dark Tales presents Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis, here on the Tales of Dorks on Dork Tales. Uh, I am your Dungeon Master, Kelly, and I am very excited to be here today because I am I, I'm on autopilot because it's, it's, it's daylight savings time, everybody. So uh, mm -hmm. if you live in one of those fancy countries that doesn't believe in daylight savings time, like Canada was supposed to this year. That's then, what I uh, thought. I was so confused. Yeah, and I, I'm very jealous of you. I'm very jealous of you indeed. Um, so, um, I hope you're all doing well, and I hope that you got much-deserved sleep. Um, so, once again, I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly. This is Spelljammer. I use he and him, and let's say hello to the players, uh, and then a couple of announcements, and then let's start what is obviously going to be a rather uh, chaotic game. Uh, let's start with Amy. Hello, I am Amy. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I am playing Mulaplava, the uh, plasmoid barbarian of the depths, who is an amorphous blob and gender isn't real. Can mm. Is that something they can eat? Can I eat it? You can eat and gender. And I'm excited. It's, yeah, I'm uh, most excited for it. Generally, if you need to ask first, but you can totally eat gender. Um, Excellent. Because consent is key. Um... All right, over to Krista. Hello. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Krista. I use she, they, or her, them pronouns. And uh, I am playing our also gender neutral GIF, uh, although I I think it goes they, he, because I tend to go with he a lot. Uh, but they uh, are our uh, Francis Ponsby, our um, GIF Order of Zeal cleric, uh, who I just read the uh, uh, divine ability for this level and it's dumb uh and i'm very right, excited it? about it uh it, you, you wanna, can yes. just add a d8 of damage every time you hit nice just because because you're very <laughs> zealous exactly just really want to hit that thing so yes uh very excited although uh i will have a rules question after introductions for you but uh yes sure. i'm excited to be here and to jam some spells so these spells are going to be so jammed. You're going to be just, it's completely so jammed. jammed up. Um, all right. Down in the corner to Rec Felnar, played by Mike. Mike, are your eyes open or shut right now? I can't tell. Uh, here, let me close my right eye. Oh, weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everyone. It's me, Michael. I'm going with he, him pronouns. And today I'm trying out a weird eyeball filter that actually makes me look like I'm paying attention the entire time. But if I'm <laughs> over here... That's just Rick Felner having a nap. I'm a little oh, tired, a little cranky. What are you gonna do? Oh, I know. I'll have, an I'll have an orange wedge. That brings up your blood sugar. Oh, um. oh that's honestly <laughs> for. Yeah, we'll just save that for just save that for my games when you need to nod off. That's good. Um, over to Millie. I kind of want that filter. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, hi, I'm Millie. You may know me as Bunny Hearted in chat and on various bunny locations. Uh, my hoedown pronouns are she and her or they and them. And today I am playing Tana Starbell, who is here to spell some jams and is a disaster warlock Disney princess, absolute gremlin. Uh, and I'm very excited for, for more of this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And finally, last but not least, over to Kat. Hey, everyone. <clears throat> I'm Kat. I use she, her pronouns, and today I am playing Cheshire, our glitchling druid of the stars. 
All right. So, uh, folks, uh, we have some fun announcements that I'm going to drop right now, and then we're going to hop into game. First of all, uh, is if you are a member of our Patreon at the VIP tier or higher, tonight is Passion de les Passions, Passion of the Passionate. Uh, tonight, it is the telenovela tabletop role-playing game ran by Robin and starring most of the mage cast plus Traz. <laughs> and it's going to be wild. In fact, I don't even have to change my shirt. I just have to pop this collar and I'm set. Um, <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, so I hope you come and enjoy that. That's going to be a test run of the cast for the upcoming Radiant Citadel game, which is dropping in early April. Um, I guess mid-April, because we're, we're away for a week in, in April. But in, in, in April sometime, it's happening. Uh, so... Um, definitely come and check that out if you're on the patreon if you're not on the patreon consider joining the patreon for five bucks a month you can get to see a ton of additional games including tomorrow night's strixhaven a curriculum of chaos uh where you probably get to watch the characters either flirt or punch each other <laughs> depending on the circumstance or Maybe both sometimes sometimes both sometimes that is how we flirt um so um Passions is tonight at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Um, Spelljammers tomorrow night at 7. Also, this week, uh, we have a couple of other things that are happening uh, that are really good. Dragonlance, of course, is back on Wednesday. And um, on Thursday, uh, so long as a dentist appointment I have goes well and I can talk at the end of the day, we're filming episode two of our Patreon Advanced Access uh, Hunter the Vigil game. Uh, is being recorded that night. So, so long as I can talk at the end of the day, that's going to be up probably probably on Sunday at the latest. So you, if you're on Patreon, that's like three games you get right there. That's a great deal. It's a great deal. You know what else is a great deal, though? Our sponsor for today's episode, Bookworm Games. Bookworm Games is a fantastic Vancouver area company that provides some of the most affordable uh, acrylic, gemstone, uh, and resin and metal dice that I have ever seen. We met up with them at Fan Expo, which is where we got to know them. And uh, even before accepting a sponsorship, we bought a ton of their dice. They've got liquid cores. They've got edible dice. They've got dice lollipops. They have uh, so many great products at a really reasonable rate. Like, And this is with my usual guarantee that I have for you that I wouldn't accept a sponsorship that I wouldn't support. I've already dropped a ton of money <laughs> buying their dice, so I can I can definitely say that they are absolutely worth it. Uh, and the proprietor is working on 10 sets for World of Darkness games right now, which should be out sometime in April, and that'll be fantastic. If you use code DORKTALES2023, you'll save 10% off your order, and if your order is $100 Canadian or higher, shipping's free. Which, when you're talking about gem sets really reasonable like gemstone dice inside of canada are super expensive and if you're getting them from outside of canada you're paying canadian prices which is always going to be cheaper for basically anybody outside of canada because canada uh oh canada um they're a fantastic company you should definitely support them and um you definitely should check out the new product that's coming from them soon quest chest i have erroneously been calling it Chest Quest, which sounds like sounds like a raunchy teen comedy from the 90s that I totally would have watched as a kid. Uh, but no, this is Quest Chest, a system agnostic quest in a box. Uh, a chest, one might say. Um, that uh, takes your players on a rousing uh, one, two, if your characters are particularly slow, uh, eight or nine session long adventure. Uh, probably 
about, about one to four is where most tables will hit. Uh, that includes a bunch of handouts. It includes um, luxury goods, like sometimes coffees or teas. Uh, they come with curated soundtracks, maps, all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, you go to questchest.info to learn more because they have an upcoming Kickstarter. And if you refer us and you say that we sent you, they might do a tie-in where we do like a special Dork Tales quest chest or a chest quest. We might do a chest quest. You know. So thank you so much. Our, our, our quest chest will be chest quest. <laughs> no, we're just going to all buy like those, <laughs> those, those like cosplay silicone, like, like oh, the, the big boob anime, the, the yeah. fake anime chest. Oh, can I get one of the ones where it's like the, 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 the not boob, like the, the male titty kind the, of the, type the, the, ones. The, the, yes. the ones they use for drag. The, I want the really, like, muscled six-pack. That's what I, I want. I, I tell you, I was looking at that really for Arcos because I was like, oh, can I get one of those and then just wear that, like, to, to give myself a six-pack? And then I'll just wear, like, an open toga the entire time. They're, like, $1,200. So oh, shit, for real? It's oh, my God. how much those things are. Yeah. I'm yeah, so yeah, yeah. sad. Yeah, they're uh, real good, though. All right. Hello, Raid. Good to see you there. All right, so, <laughs> folks... Option. Um, I think it is about time for us to head into Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. Does anybody have any questions, comments, concerns, now that they are level 8? Ooh, I have a quick question about um, oh, yes, you my, a rules question. Uh, ability. So, uh, the, the Zeal Cleric is a little wonky, um, because it's kind of like this weird nebulous, it was published, but kind of maybe wasn't. Um, so mm. the original publishing of it, out of one of the weird plane guides, gives you 1d8 of whatever weapon damage you did mm -hmm. or whatever damage you did um the tasha's update of it gives it radiant damage would you like me to go with radiant damage or would you like me to go with the whatever damage i did i add a d8 mm -hmm. yeah that's a toughie <laughs> what, what you what what are you aiming for on this like what's 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 if, your preferred uh of the same type damage by the weapon okay it's weapon damage uh, see having just fought the uh solar dragon who was immune to radiant damage i'm biased and would like to do whatever my weapon damage does but that means but that if it's I not also magical understand if, exactly that's the other side of it so um i'm good i'm good with the radiant option if that works if you're good with going with Tasha's update. We're going to have to do this the only way that is fair. On the count of three, hold up paper, rock, scissors. Okay. All right, ready? One, two, three. Oh. <laughs> All right, so okay. because we have scissors, I'm going to let Millie choose because Millie is the paper, rock, scissors champion. <laughs> True. Millie's mm -hmm. like, huh? Hmm. I mean, I'm going to say go for it. Yeah, I'm going to say that. that, that yeah. Radiant. This is this is why I said Millie can choose because then I can bl I can blame them and it's you can exactly blame what me. I would have said. <laughs> I I am delightfully delightfully blameable and I would fight you. So that's good. Awesome. That's true. You you have. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. You have, especially in LARP combat with paper rock scissors, and I have lost and dun 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 dun, dun. scissors of death. Scissors like I can only win those when I'm an NPC. Right. It's uh yeah there that's that's a talk for the break oh did you find one Amy <laughs> no I found it? something else it's just a T-shirt <laughs> oh but I guess I'll go for the cheap Gross. person's option 
You should have got that for passions tonight. I'm just saying. I know, oh my God. It's too late. Oh, okay. So the anyway, tattooed folks. Tattooed one? God, that's dumb. That's great. Especially because the dude already looks like he would have a massive six pack. Exactly. Underneath. Oh, God. Like, oh, dude's already jacked. All right. So, folks, it is time to head into Spelljammer. Light of Xerixis. All right. I got to get my announcer voice ready so we can go back into the golden age of tabletop gaming. Which is basically now, actually. Let's let's be fair. The other ages were pewter. <laughs> Funny. Well, I don't know. Plastic age, the plastic age, plastic age plays. You can go see Travis. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, so uh, I think it's time for us to head into chapter ten, Space Invaders. Are you ready? After the Cerexian Empire attacked their world, the characters journeyed to Doom Space and formed a coalition. With a fleet of accompanying them, they set out for Xerixis space, encountering a red dragon and its rider along the way. Which is where we're going to pick up game right now. As you're floating through space, you and your coalition are headed into Xerixis space. It is a... It is a long journey. Guided by the Wild Space Orrery. Well, actually not by the, because you got, you got rid of that. So headed into uh, Xerixis space, you navigate your way there. And as you do, there is a sudden movement ahead of you. There, at the edge of the silvery clouds of the Astral Sea, a large red dragon ridden by a knight clad in golden armor face hidden behind a fearsome visor shaped like a dragon's scowling visage emerges. It heads directly toward the second wind. What do you do? Panic. <laughs> does the ship have weapons? The ship we have does have weapons. Stuff, right? You have a tree that works as a mangonel. Okay. Uh, and you have, I thought you had Ballista. You have one Ballista. Right. So we have Manganel and Ballista. Yeah. Okay. Um, probably if, if, um, uh, if Tana is up on deck, or if we're all up on deck seeing this, probably just a quick, uh, Tana, this is one we should be attacking, yes? Uh, this is... pro pro probably... This is not a solar dragon, I will say. Mm. This is just a red dragon ridden by, um, actually, Tana. Mm. Yeah, you haven't been in astral space in forever, mm. so. No. The dragon is roughly 500 feet away from your ship. Are they alone? They are alone. Hmm. Well, at least we outnumber them. Maybe we wait to see. Does anyone have any means of like? Do we have a do we have a loudspeaker? <laughs> or any kind of like voice amplifying? You could just yell really loud. Yeah. <laughs> just... 
Uh, um, in that case, I'm going to get the, the tree to ready in action. Um, Francis is going to ready on the ballista that if this thing makes any kind of any kind of attack type action, uh, we will fire. Okay. The... Okay. I think Tana's going to try to move to the bow and just sort of wave her arms, hoping to to get their attention. The knight waves back at you. The tree leans down and scoops up a couple of giant mangonel stones and prepares to huck them at a moment's notice. And as you wave and the knight waves back, the red dragon swoops down and circles the second wind a few times before finding a safe place to perch on the tip of the boat, causing the entire thing to go to rock slightly in the astral sea. The dragon looks around at you and lets out a little. The knight takes a moment, composes, and casts, uh, casts a little self-directed spell. Then the armored knight lifts the visor of her helm, revealing the stern visage of a Githyanki. Oh. I am Degais, a knight of Tunrath, she says in a haughty tone. By order of Valkith the Undying, queen of the Astral Sea, I declare that you are guilty of the crime of trespassing. As your punishment, it is my solemn duty to decapitate your captain. So, which of you dung eaters commands this barge? Oh, Frankie, one have... of your friends is here. <laughs> oh, we don't really have a captain structure. It's more like a um, a lateral, like, um, shared command. Mm -hmm, a decentralized decision-making infrastructure. Yeah, that's is that the word. so? Well, it's mm -hmm. like a committee. <laughs> a bad joke on my part. I wish you safe passage through Her Majesty's realm. My dragon and I are hunting mind flayers. Have you seen any? Not recently. Eh. No, not recently. Dogger and blast. So, hmm. how oh, are I you? Have, have you met Francis? Francis? I see you have a gift? Uh, a they, they will somewhat shyly turn the um, uh, ballista to away. <laughs> and step forward um sorry who are you a are you are you was the representative part a, a jest as well or oh no i am a representative a of, of the of the queen of the githyanki vlakith the undying huh. queen of the astral sea so the githyanki huh. lifts her visage and for those of you not really accustomed to the githyanki they kind of look like they look like yellow-skinned space orc elves Mm -hmm. um, so like long noses that are kind of flattened against their faces long ears with a slight serration around the tip many many like rings everywhere um, they're not particularly attractive by conventional con conventional assumptions um, I just put space orcs in my brain spa like space orcs <laughs> yeah. you're right they have the ears yeah. they're, like, they're um, kind of like space hobgoblins in their culture space orcs in their look yeah okay um, Francis is going to kind of lean towards um, Tana and just say, um, how, what are their thoughts on the 
astral elves? That's a good question. How do you feel about astral elves other than me specifically? I'm afraid I don't know you specifically, but you seem like an all right lady. I'm an exile. Oh, interesting. What did you do? Hmm. Well, pre previously some things. Recently, um, the princess uh, we're on our way to <laughs> hopefully uh, do some things. Uh, I'm not really great at this diplomacy sort of thing. So You're just, just great, some it's, it's been it's been quite some time since I was out here. Do you like the the Zerixian Empire? Or oh do you heavens, want to help no! What a bunch of pricks! Kill them all. <laughs> uh, Are you we're planning on to go our way kill? to? Oh, please! Uh, at least a significant yes. portion of them. Yes. You're on your way to. Uh, we're on our way to um, tell them to stop bullying the rest of the universe. Oh, how do you intend to do that? Yeah. They don't tend to be, despite the um, the proximity of the tip of their ears being much greater to the base of their ears than most, they have a hard time listening, usually. Oh, we're going to bully them. Aggressive oh. diplomacy. Well, in that case, mm -hmm. uh, and she'll reach into a pouch at her hip and is going to just toss over toward you a vial. Uh, Francis, you will catch it, uh, and it has, like, in, in like, label maker punch out, like, ch -ch 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 -ch. It says oil of sharpness in common. Oh. Hmm. Uh, thank you. Do give the Xerxian Empire my regards. You guys don't have any, I don't know. Uh, if we said we'd seen a bunch of mind flayers amongst their ranks, you wouldn't want to come check it out, would you? Did you actually see mind flayers or are you just trying to get additional support? Uh, well, we haven't actually seen any of them so, hmm. could be. Unfortunately, I, I am a knight of Tunrath, which means that anything that I do in terms of acts of aggression could be seen as an act of war by Tunrath. And I hmm. must take my position beneath the Undying Queen quite seriously. Uh, understandable. Uh, rank is very important. Um, you I wouldn't figured wanna... that you would understand, yes. Well, I'm I'm new to this whole gift thing, um, but yes, um, perhaps you would like to um, engage with your or propose the idea to your queen that we are um, we are fighting for the true ruler of the Xerxian Empire and would possibly, with your support of taking down the false king, would cause really great ties between your kingdom and the Xerxian Empire. Yes, interesting. Um, I... Hmm, make me a persuasion roll, Francis. <laughs> so as, as an offering of proof, um, I believe this ring might be familiar to anyone involved in politics or diplomacy. I will roll to see if she knows what is going on. Yeah, it's actually 15 plus... Okay. All right. all right, all right, all right. She kind of looks... Oh. That appears to be a ring of royal station. You really were exiled, weren't you? Oh, yes. But not for anything to do with this. That was oh. unrelated. I, I would be exiled again, probably, for the, the other thing. Double exiled. Hmm. It's quite exciting. Uh, what did you get on your roll, Francis? Uh, does that count as the help action? 
Uh, holding. Yeah, sure. Because it's giving gives weight to my argument, saying oh, we do oh, actually oh, yeah, have a connection. Yeah, roll with advantage. Huzzah. Oh yeah, needed that. Um, shoot, what's my persuasion? Oh, now I need to open my mouth real wide so I can find my mouse. Like a muppet. Uh, yeah, if you ever see me like wide mouth looking around, it's because I'm trying to figure out where my mouse goes. I thought it was because you were really enthusiastic about this time. You're like, ah, yay! Oh my god, the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Things the podcast doesn't get to see. (laughs) Yeah. It's only a 15, unfortunately. 15? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I suppose it, it wouldn't hurt to ask. Uh, that's what I always say. Hmm. I will convey your message. Uh, do you have a name for this coalition of ships? I noticed that you have Artooks, you have um, uh, humans, of course, uh, Aracokra, you have um, the weird long neck lizard thingies. Um, <laughs> what are those um, things? Salurians, Salusians, Flusians, um, something like that. And um, you <laughs> also oh, have. No, 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 no. That's the Flusie. And <laughs> points at, at Cheshire. That's me. Oh, but, but of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, yes, the... I will pass that along. Uh, yes, we're, um, we're, uh, uh, they're gonna look around to see if we I don't because we didn't uh, we out of character didn't like we don't have a name for our thing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh ah, look around and see if anyone... I, I know oh. what it is we're called the wrath of elos you've probably never heard of it but we're quite uh resolved in kicking some uh astral off butt elos mm-hmm. Oh, that backlot water little planet that one of our sloops crashed on not too long ago. It's round. How'd they like it? Not very well. They were exiles, just like you. But we did manage to Mm -hmm. capture them in the end. Well, some of them. Hmm. Your people Uh, did give quite the business to them, though, which uh, the Undying Queen was quite fond of. Okay, that's where we're from. I have a question. You keep calling her the Undying Queen. Yes. What makes her undying? Is she a vampire? No, she just chooses not or to die. Immortal? Yeah, she's immortal. You can just do that? She can. Can you do that? Not yet. Huh. Well, cool. maybe. I haven't died yet. Well, <laughs> um, it's been a pleasure. I'll convey your message back to the Undying Queen and my superiors. In the meanwhile, please, bloody some noses. <laughs> Come, Stephen. And she'll pat the side <laughs> of the dragon. <laughs> and the dragon will turn and look at you and go, Nice to meet you. And we'll... That's a very elegant name. Stephen. <laughs> Such a beautiful creature. Oh my god. <laughs> And uh, the young red dragon is going to take flight, and and Stephen and uh, and Dagaz, Dagaz, I think I said Dagnaz originally, but Dagaz is uh, going to 
float off into the void. They seem nice. Could, yeah, that could be useful. Let's, uh, fingers crossed they do decide to come out. I'm glad they didn't decide to decapitate anyone. The whole mm -hmm. trespassing thing kind of just got waved away, didn't it? I'm also hopeful they're not simply going to go tell, you know, um, the Empire that we're coming. Well, I, they, they seemed pretty genuine in their, in their dislike for Astral Elves, and from what I've seen so far, pretty much everybody around here doesn't like Astral Elves. So... Or at least they don't I like mean, what's the like, empire. Really? <laughs> Other than present yeah. company. Yes, pre present company excluded. Mm. Very, very little events taken here. Well, <laughs> another ship is going to pull alongside yours that you'll recognize as the last breath. The the um, desiccated pirate ship is going to pull up next to you, and from from the bow, uh, you're going to hear the captain shout across, Hello, friends! What the fuck was that? <laughs> A representative from the Gith, the Undying Queen of the Githyanki, uh, mm. making a joke about decapitating us and then possibly offering us support? Really? That seems unusual. And Steve. Was that Steve? Uh, I've heard much about him. He's very Good large. Things, I hope. Uh, <laughs> he is known for doing many panty raids. <laughs> Did you go to college with him? I can neither confirm nor deny this. I'm losing. Hold on. Pops his trachea back in place, kind of massages. Sorry, my friends. Minor decomposition. I seem to have momentarily lost my voice. Now he's Cajun. God, you're right. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, hold on. Hello, I am Dan Carnage. Dan Carnage. There it is. Bonjour. Dan I am Goose in Boots. My friends, it is not that uh, he is. It was okay. It was a. Uh, it. It. Uh, the. You know what? I'm not going to explain the 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 raids we are talking about. Why is he French now? What is with me tonight? I have to. I have to have the day. I need a Spanish accent, like a vaguely yes. Spanish accent. I can't do it. Of course, you're saving it up for later. I'm saving. I'm just. I'm. Yeah. Just, I'm just. Mm -hmm. I'm saving it up, folks. All right. <laughs> well. Uh, should we should we do we have reason to mistrust the githyanki did she say she was going to blow you up she said she was going to decapitate us but then said that was a joke and asked if we'd seen any mind flayers did you see any mind flayers not recently have you lied about it no. i don't remember then you're probably fine githyanki generally keep their word that's good to hear. Yes. Unless they say they will kill you, and they are not joking. The, uh, that all, I, you know what? I appreciate honesty. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm -hmm. it, more people could be honest. What the fuck is going on with my voice tonight, guys? 
You could go the other direction and just say in his dashing, charming Spanish voice, he says, hello, I am a sexy uh, vampire go. boy, and I'm here to give you terrifying it's, experiences. It's, do we trust? Do we shoot down the Githyanki? We don't We don't do that to you. You know, like, exactly. Yes. that's the wrong direction. I'm not going that way. Okay. Well, I, I think you are probably fine. Should we continue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. At that, you're going to hear a pair of boots behind you. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, Commodore. You hear a voice yep. say from behind uh, as Commodore Crux steps out. Uh, oh, uh, hello, Commodore. Oh, yes. Um, we will soon be arriving in Xerixis space. It, um, we should prepare ourselves for anything that needs preparing. Uh, mages, cast your armor. Mangonel rocks. Uh, well, they're already stacked there. Oh, that's very useful. Um, uh, good. Um, well, it looks like we're all in order. Anyone who needs to prepare themselves. We have no idea what would happen, but we are heading directly toward the citadel. Do we need well, to go I'm over the plan? I'm gonna give myself a pep talk. I'll be right back. <laughs> you, really important. You got this? We're just gonna like wander off for a second and is just kind of like gonna do like that, like, like look in the mirror kind of thing and just like, you got this. You are the fiercest. Are they gonna like form a bunch of faces off of themselves to talk to themselves in a huddle? Uh, they're gonna pull out the two blobs, the two like off the top and be like, "You got this. You are the fiercest plasmoid ever." We didn't know that that was until recently, but we are the fiercest, and we will crush our enemies. Yeah, yeah, and like then kind of like blob and then return. Amazing. Well, now that that's taken care of, um, do we need to touch the, um, do we need to touch on the plan again? Uh, probably, probably. I've fully forgotten it. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> All right, so. Out of character. Uh, we've, we've had like a week, right? To like, you've had like a week, yes. You, you a but budget, we haven't done it plan. in character. All right, here's the plan. And then we switch to planning music with like diagrams and stuff. All right. So what we know is that the the Xerixian Armada is going to be at the Citadel where the crowning ceremony will begin there at the Imperial Citadel. It's that big one on the map right there, shaped like a butterfly. Kind of strange, but hey, it works good. Uh, We know that they will be being crowned probably inside the uh, inside of the big temple thingamabobber. So uh, our point is we have to make it to the Citadel. We will blitz their military on the way in. And your goal is to get the second wind to the Citadel. Likely as close to um, as close to the drop point as possible. Um, but ugh, odds are that uh, odds are it will be highly protected. So our drop point should likely be the Imperial Docks. Alternatively, we could do a strafe overhead and you could try to jump out, but I'm not sure if they have any type of defense system. However, the dock should be clear if this armada does its job. Uh, who? And just to be clear, our only real target is the prince, correct? Our target is 
finding the princess, who apparently has a way to save your world. If you happen to kill every astral elf, except for you, uh, on the way there, then that is a bonus. Right. Does anyone have any questions, concerns? Not really. Hmm. Although there will be a number of ground troops. Regardless, um, should anything happen, get yourselves to the Imperial Citadel. It may be difficult for everyone except for Tana to blend in. What? Well, I'm great at blending in. You're great at blending. I'm an blending. expert now. Hmm. And it's just us that are gonna go. Um, we're we're bring, not bringing anyone else with our ground troop. Yeah, anyone who can who can make it there, we'll try to try to find their way there. But um, <clears throat> given what I've seen, the five of you are the best hope. I will stay above the second wind and provide as much cover fire as possible. I'm sure we We're can We're going to kick some butt. Hmm. We're slipping we in amidst the, the chaos. That is the hope. I wish all of you the best. Hmm. I'm going to do my best at doing an actual serious salute for the first time. May your hearts be full of gunpowder. And your shots never err. May your enemies explode come spontaneously with internal combustion. And Mool's gonna put a hand in the center between, like, in the group, like... Now that is the that ultimate argument ender tradition. right there. We have to do it the thing. Oh, the thing, yes. The thing. The thing. Team bonding thing. Oh, the thing. Everyone, hands in! All right! Wrath of Elo, fight! Wait, are we doing like the what thing? I am holding thing? No, 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 it's the thing where you see before you go into a big fight. Allow me to help. Like Let me help. And he's going to, uh, Commodore Crux is going to step behind you and pick you up. Ah! And hold <laughs> you up so you can in? put your hand in. Yeah, okay, yeah, do it properly this time. Okay, hands That's in. That's perfect, I normally have to do that, and it's hard to put my hand in at the same time. Wow, yeah. you've really got Rather a nice six-pack Elos under here. And... Well, thank and... you. Oh. Sir, it's like, it's like I'm holding works up hard. a... I'm holding yes. up like a writhing washboard, it's weird. <laughs> He's compact. You can grate carrots on this thing. Condense. I... You know what, when we get back, maybe we'll make some soup. Oh. I'm all for that. <laughs> okay. Wait. And I'm going to shoot hands in and then go. And we're going to throw hands oh. up and just be like, okay, we're done. we're done. Unless you like it salty, maybe I should have a bath first. Mm. Why? To make the broth? Yeah, soup. Some people don't mm, like that. I've heard. <laughs> Hags like it, though, I think. We're mm. not having wreck broth. We're not having hags for dinner either. No, we're gonna raid the royal. What is it? A palace? Mm. And we're gonna steal their food and eat that tonight. Mm. Well, 
Something like that. Then brace yourselves. We are nearing... Ooh. Sorry, astral savings time. Um... <laughs> speaking of saving astral things, we are arriving in Xerixus space. Alright. Anybody who wants to do anything to prep, now is your time. Yeah, cast some spells on myself to give myself some mage armor and all of that. Mage armor? Mage armor! I have armor shadows as my invocation, so I can just free action mage armor, nice. whatever, which is pretty nice. That's pretty dope. All right. Yeah, I mean, my armor class sucks, so it's uh, it's important. <laughs> Fair. All right. If anybody else needs to do anything, let me know. Otherwise, we'll continue. All right. You and your... How many ships did you get last episode? You got a I grand total down. of... So you've got... The second wind, you've got the, got um, the last breath. from Sturin. Yep. Um, we got three from the humans. Yep. We got four from the Thrakeen. Yep. Uh, we got five from the Artuk. Mm-hmm. And then a total of seven from Mercane. Okay, so the grand total. Uh, oh, and then we got... We got some from the Rika, but I didn't I didn't hear how many. Uh from from Rika the Aracocra? Um Yeah. Uh he gave uh five strikes. So Correct. you have a total of eleven, twenty-one. Thirty-two ships. Hell yeah. Including the the last breath and the um uh the second wind. Booyah. Okay. So we have 31 expendable ships. Yes. <laughs> Grimzod is not expendable. Shut your hole. <laughs> Shut your hole or Grimzod 30. will. Well, but then Grimzod Ooh, can come hang out with us on Grimzod. the... <laughs> His there. ship is expendable. All right. He can just jump over to ours. It's already got plenty of holes in it, so that's fine. It's a good thing that no astral water gets in. Be really unfortunate if it sank. Mm-hmm. Would you sink an astral ship? Does it just kind of float away? I think so. It kind of goes spirals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you emerge from the silvery haze of the astral sea and enter a wild space system illuminated by a white star. Tana, this is the first time that you have been home in lifetimes Looks without the wild the same as before you no longer have the wild space orrery but instead you can see a beam of light 300 million miles long connecting the star to an immense citadel. And true to the map that Crux provided, it is shaped like a, well, it's not a butterfly. That would be, that would be absolutely wrong, Tana. As you find yourselves approaching within, within a mile of the citadel, you can see ahead of you 
an elegant crystal-spired city built on the back of an asteroid shaped like a moth, with shipyards sprouting from its wings. Atop the moth's head stands a magnificent temple, the beam of light from it stretching from a crystal atop it to the bright white star, Xerixus. An armada of crystal-winged ships patrol the region between your fleet and the citadel. The closest enemy ship is about a thousand feet away. Now I need to know, as you are preparing attack, um, are you going to open in, at engagement range or close to boarding range before they can react? I guess are are we sending in the rest of the fleet as like a distraction so that we can get in close you're yeah you're gonna basically like there's the there's the the citadel so whee, and then like yeah. your mod is kind of floating around it in space for the most part um so you'll have right. to punch through it for sure mm -hmm. but okay. you are you're in control of the other ships so you can have them attack at range or up close and do boarding so are some of the are some of them better at range than the Probably. other ones and some okay because it would i feel like it would be and you guys i don't know how other people feel about this but i feel like the best tactic would be to have a like front buffer of good ranged ships with all of the good borders in the inside so that we sort of can drag as many to us and then have all of the boarding teams jump on board to cause the to bring as many ships to us so there's the most chaos and then we can slip in best because we, we we kind of want to give them time to react right because we want to slip in and have as few people on the ground as possible mm -hmm. is that does ever everyone does anyone disagree with that or no that actually sounds perfect mm-hmm All right. Uh, Krista playing the smartest character. <laughs> right. <laughs> I usually just play characters who think they're the smartest, but yet I'm pretty sure with an intelligence of 16, I'm the smartest, which is unfortunate. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Hooray. <laughs> All right. They've been having private lessons with Commander Crux. They, they oh, have. Wow. <laughs> All right, so um, as you as you look ahead, you know now is the time to act. So what's the plan? Are you so are you heading directly in at the at, as the wedge of the spear? I think we're gonna be right behind the tip of the spear. Okay. And then as soon as boarding starts, we'll duck away. All right, sounds good. Um, and with that, the battle is joined. Your fleet punches down into the Xerixian Armada, which is not prepared for this. Sideswiped by mangonel bolts and ballistas, some of the star moths immediately have difficulty turning about, but they soon find their recovery. And before you realize what is happening, you are thrust into the center of it. 
as the ships break away, you can see that the Xerxian Armada consists of about 30 Star Moths. You're evenly matched at this point with a slight advantage. And as the ships collide, you see boarding parties, Hadazi uh, flinging themselves onto the rigging of Star Moths, um, stabbing and throwing Astral Elves into the void. Um, Susurans um, using their melee superiority. Humans volleying with Ballista Bolt after Ballista Bolt. The Aarakocra taking to the skies to uh, remove astral elves from their ships and hurl them out into the gap. It is going to be a hell of a fight. Even more so that as you see of all the of all the star moths in the astral Xerixian armada, one of them targets your ship. It's different than the others. This one, striped and colored with regal decals. Uh, Tana, can you do me a favor and make me an intelligence check? Sure. <laughs> so I, I rolled a one. Okay. <laughs> you know that's scary. Uh, I want an initiative check from everybody, please. So, it's uh oh, scary boat. <laughs> scary boat. Initiative two. <laughs> See, this is you could have taken lucky. You could have taken lucky at level. <laughs> could have taken lucky. Okay, so uh, that's gonna be first of all. Okay, um, that's gonna be poor Tana. At least we're getting the ones <laughs> out of the way now, right? That's, that's there you how go. this works. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the thought, anyways. Oh wow, you guys are get, gonna get real lucky. Um, <laughs> I rolled super we didn't bad. Need Okay. Jeez, really? Okay. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm gonna have all of the mobs of the same type act on the same initiative for ease, because it makes combat go way faster. And really? Okay. I don't have an initiative <laughs> score above 11. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so looking at I mean, the initiative. I mean, this is a surprise attack. Okay, I have Wreck with a 25. I have Mool with a 20. I have Cheshire with an 18. I have a Hurt Them More from the audience. I have... I have Francis. I have... Then... I have the Commander... Army of the Honor Guard. Then I have the Commander. Then I have the Priest. Then I have Tana. And then I have the entire Elven Warrior Guard. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. All right. That is a lot of things to keep track of. Uh, and then I have initiative zero. Okay, so pardon me one second. Them, us. All right, the ship is going to head your way. And with that, uh, we might as well switch to maps for this for boarding purposes. So one moment. All right, and I, I do apologize. The maps given by Star or Spelljammer are 
not super good. I did my best with what we had, though. All right, so uh, just to make sure that this all makes sense to y'all, um, looking at the ship, you can see a diagram of their ship lower on the map. Um, but so your ship has main deck. Wreck is on the upper portion where the stern castle and your tree ant are. Uh, over there, there's the castle deck, which is visible um, right from the top, as is the battle deck, which is the front of their star moth. Everything inside of the dark, bold interior has to be reached via stairs. Okay? okay. So right now you are seeing eight of their troops uh, on deck. Uh, however, you are they're going to turn and hit, but they're still going to count for surprise round. Uh, so you are going to get your first round as a surprise round. Okay. Uh, so starting off, Wreck, what do you do? Um, are any of them within my leaping distance, assuming I can use my Step of the Wind? Which is uh, double yeah. my leaping distance. Yes, uh, assuming <clears throat> that you, I'm assuming that as you saw them coming up at the big bad ship, you pressed ahead to get inside of boarding range. So you, I'll say that any one of you can board them for half your movement. Because I think his his intent was to go and climb up on the tree to springboard over there and probably uh, drop drop kick whoever is closest right in the face. That that sounds good to me. That sounds like a very wreck maneuver. It's okay. the, It's time to send in the wrecking ball. Well, I'm going to spend my key point to launch myself across there. And I'm pretty sure it actually cost me... I think that cost me a bonus action. I can find did it on use, my list. Did you step of the wind? Yeah. Step of the Wind is a bonus action to spend a key point, and then you can use the dash, disengage, or um, uh, you can use hide, but that's because you're a goblin. Yeah. No, I'm just going to leap across there and just use my regular attack sign. All right, so uh, Rec hurls himself over and lands uh, on the castle deck. Are you going for the castle deck, or are you going for the main deck? Uh, let's go for the, the castle deck. Okay, so up on the top of the star moth, Wreck hurls himself across as the tree goes, and throws you across. All right, it is your turn. Go ahead. So that's going to be a uh, 23 and a 24. All right, as you land on there, you're going to see several of the Astral Elf Warriors, the types that you had faced um, at the very beginning of your adventure, are all there dressed in their full face masks and red and silver white armor. Um, those are, are you attacking the same person or sep or, two, or different people? Uh, he's probably doing one of those Jean-Claude Van Damme split kicks and getting them all both right. in the head while yelling at them, Hey, what's that on your face? All right, so that'll hit both of these guys. So number one and number two, we will say, um, roll me damage. Okay, um, and I think I'm going to dump a couple more key points into this to give them stunning strike on both of those. Ooh. Surprise. Uh, so my damage. Four. So one of them hits with a ten. The other one hits with a five. 
Okay. Uh, as you strike both of them, they're both going to take a step back, kind of clutching their throat, and are going to glare at you. I rolled a 20, uh, pardon me, a 19 and a 17. Of course you did. I'm sorry. Oh, well, they got, they got a boot print on both of their helmets now. All right. And what was your damage on those? Uh, 10 and 5. Okay. Perfect. All right. So um, both of them are going to be struck as you land on the castle deck. Uh, Mool, it is your turn. What do you do? So I think Mool is going to head up those stairs and jump across to join Wreck on the castle deck. Okay, not um, a problem at all. That'll take half your movement, so you can easily hop down next to him. Yeah, is going to activate Rage while, I think, while mid-leap, because that's great. Yeah. Um, and is going to... I'm angry about this, uh, Drop drop two attacks on these on the first one closest okay. to them so wreck hit the one to the left and to the front of you so you absolutely can go Just ahead and make me two attack rolls okay as far as i'm aware i don't have advantage on any of my attacks right now, I don't think. You don't. They're surprised, so they can't act, but they can defend themselves still. Okay. Um, so looks like one of those will probably hit. That's a 24. Yeah, that'll probably hit. And unless... Yeah, and unless I'm super lucky, I don't think a, a 10 is going to hit, so... A 10 is not going to hit, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. All right, so your first one is going to strike Astral Elf, the first Astral Elf Warrior. Uh, roll me damage. Okay. Okay, so... Should be 13... Uh... Perfect. Wait, hold on. My math, my math, hold on. Six. Mm. Yeah, 13 um, bludgeoning magical damage. Okay, uh, you are going to punch that one. Uh, following Rex Strike, you're going to see that where uh, both of you have struck the armor, starting to chip and crack away. Um, this is pretty badly damaged. Anything else you're doing on your turn? Um, I think it's just going to kind of give out like a... Makes sense. Okay, uh, Cheshire, it is your turn. All right, I'm going to target those four on the main deck. Um, and I'm going to cast Call Lightning on them. Okay. Um, and so can I get, um, I guess, four deck saves? And I'm going to use my Cosmic Omen to take a D6 off of the first one. Okay. Which so is going to be minus three. Yeah, I guess there could be a cloud in space here. So. Okay. If Star, if the new Star Trek's proved anything, is that thunderstorms can exist in space. 
I was just checking the rules, and it was like, oh, if there's a place where a storm cloud couldn't appear, like inside of a room, and I'm like, all right, space counts. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like it's open at least. There's enough physical room. All right, here we go. So D6 is going to be off of the Dorktail's dice. Okay, so that is a this is a deck save, right? Correct. Okay, so that is going to be uh, that's going to be an eight. Uh, a 9, Nail. a 17, yeah. and a 16. Uh, the 17 and the 16 both save. Okay, give me damage. Alright, so that's just 3d10, so that's going to be 15, 19. 19, okay, so that is going to be... Uh, it's going to be nine damage, 19 damage, 19 damage. Perfect. Alright, as you raise your hands and do your druidy powers uh lightning is going to rain down striking these astral elves uh who are on the battle deck they are going to shriek and yell we're under attack we're under attack <laughs> which what else they, they do but it's going to be an elf to be like Trulala, trulala. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh and then i'm going to use my bonus action to cast starry form okay so you're gonna activate starry form perfect yeah uh do you do something as soon as that goes off or is that a charge up uh that's a charge up if okay. if i do it on the same on and i have an open action i can also use that as uh, i can do them both but uh in this case i will just activate it okay uh the elven honor guard is surprised um i'm gonna spend a hurt them more to say that elven honor guards are never surprised uh, and is going to the Elven Honor Guard is going to rush on to the how do you get onto the I guess it comes out through a hole some oh the because the battle axe out the front so that means that there's like wait is there a portal like how the hell do you get up okay whatever the the Honor Guard is going to emerge from the the back of the ship onto the main deck, turn and see what is going on. Uh, and looking over at Tana. I'm pretty sure the stairs on the left side on the castle deck are up because the one on the right goes down to the fore castle. Well, this is one goes to battle deck. Yeah, oh, the castle deck. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, right. One and then goes one to goes to main deck, which, okay, which I so, think is where, where you just went though, like to the, to the did bow, Did I get right? skipped? Sorry? Did I get skipped? Uh. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. But hold on. Let me just figure out how <laughs> this just, ship I'm works. I'm pretty sure you said it wasn't over an 11. <laughs> no, but yeah, go ahead. But yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just trying to figure out. So I guess that one goes to. The the diagram of this ship doesn't make any sense to me, but I appreciate we're all here for this. Wait, is there, is there a third. Oh, okay. The hole is, a, is one of those ones where you would like lower in. The one at the very front that says to main deck is a hole that you would like lower um, yeah. stock into. Whereas, gotta... so a person couldn't come out of it. There's got, but there's got to be a way to get onto the main deck somehow. Or like onto well, the so, bow. So... Yeah. Or else, why would I have four people there? They're just hanging out. Yeah, no, it, 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 it would make sense diving. to be able to have some, to be able to get there, right? Otherwise, was there like a door weird. or something? There, there, there is now. There is, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think that there yeah. is a stairwell on the side oh. of. 
I think it's like what Mike said. There is a stairwell that will lead down on the side somewhere. So they're, they are adjacent. We're going to say that. They're, it's not on the map, but we're going to say there is. Um, but Francis, before that Elven Honor Guard can act, it's your turn. Uh, where is the spell jamming helm on these? On these things? Uh, that uh -huh. is in... Uh, let me just double check because it's not listed on the map. Um, if it's in okay. the same place, uh, make me an int check to see if you remember from the time that you boarded one. Because it's been about a month. Uh, the 15. Okay, 15... Elves, Dark Star, Captain Flapjack. I'm guessing it would have to be on the bridge then, because it doesn't say it's anywhere else. Uh, so I'll say it's uh -huh. it's on the bridge. Okay. Uh, and we're this distance as on the map from those things. You are within boarding distance. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like I said, I, to, to go on any exposed portion of their ship will cost you half your movement. So I would like to cast Shatter on their spell jamming helm. So you can't see it because it's inside of their ship. You don't have to for Shatter. It says a point within range for Shatter. A sudden loud ring erupts from a point of your choice within range. You have to be able to perceive something to cast to a spell it. on it. Okie dokie. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm you have jumping to... jumping over, I mean, landing not... on the fucking window, and looking into it. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, it's I just, probably get Normally spells say, to... like, within your sight, right? Hmm. You might be right. Because by... by... I'm, I'm we, totally we... fine. Like, if I have to jump over to, like, look in the window to see the, the helm, that's fine, because I, I don't have any other movement plan. So I'm, I'm good at having to do that. We, I thought, we I thought did I might use that loophole in Rhyme of the Frostmaiden with Katarina, because she, she used Shatter a lot. You, you always had to perceive something, though. I thought we did it through walls a couple times. So, uh, to cast a spell, you need a clear path to the target. Uh, to target something, you must have a clear path to it, so it can't be behind total cover. If you place an air, an area of effect at a point that you can't see and an obstruction such as a wall is between you and that point, the point of origin becomes um, comes into being on the near side of that, in, of that obstruction. So you can't cast through Weird. walls. Where is that? Uh, page 204. Of... Of the player's handbook. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, players. Okay. I, that I wasn't sure if that was players or, or what it was. Okay, that's fine. Uh, does cool. looking through a window count? So accor according it, to this, judging by the image here, there's windows. According to the way that it is saying, that does count as it having cover, but I think that's dumb. So yeah, if you jump onto the <laughs> onto the front, and uh, sure. yeah, I would do can... that, please. So yeah. And I mean, after Shadow, there won't be much window left, anyways. <laughs> Hopefully, it's only ten. It's only a ten foot radius, so I don't know how big the the that area is. Okay, I guess so it's, it's only. Yeah, now let me look up a spell jamming helm to see how much damage it can take. One sec. <laughs> uh, oh, before you tell me, uh, just in case this matters, I am going to use my channel divinity to maximum to do max thunder damage. 
sound and cast it at a fourth right. level. Okay. Oh jeez. <laughs> Boom. Spell jamming. Oh boy, there's something fun the happening rules. here. <laughs> well, they just don't give it its hit points. Oh. I guess they don't really expect you to try to okay. blow it up. <laughs> to bust it up, which is wild, because, like, why wouldn't you? Okay, hold on. I don't know, maybe people just aren't as smart as us. Hold on. Uh, magic items can be destroyed. Hell. DMG has... Most magic items are objects. Thinks yeah, well... <laughs> um, so it has resistance to all damage, but would still file under the normal rule. Okay, so... Okay. How to destroy spell jamming <laughs> helm. When your players gotta make things complicated. Oh, hang on, oh. you know what? I'm, I, might, I might make this all moot. A spell jamming helm is a magical weapon, isn't it? Or it's a magical, it's a magical artifact, yeah. So it doesn't even take any damage. Uh, and I just pulled up the Forgotten Realms wiki. Um, like a magical artifact was nearly impossible to destroy. Lame. However, okay. um, however there yeah. is in that room, you don't know that when you cast it, and Shatter has an area of effect, including the person sitting yes. on it. Yes, perfect. I'll at least take out their spell jamming. And the command <laughs> and the honor guard standing next to them. Because it's ten foot. And probably. And I guess this it window. would bust out the walls too, eh? The walls and the It window. would it would damage the ship, yeah, absolutely. Sick. Okay, let's do that. Alright, so give uh, me damage. Uh it's gonna be thirty-two thunder damage, because I cast it fourth level and maximized it. Yeah, the and chair's fine. They oh. get the chair's fine. They the have to fine. make a con save. But I don't have a very high save. Okay, honor guard and then priest. Okay, one sec. Yeah, you're only looking at a 14. Okay, honor guard. Honor guard got a nat 20. Damn it! And the priest got a 17. Ugh, okay, they take half damage, so they only take 18. That's still not good for them. Uh, the priest is going to be pretty badly damaged. Uh, the honor guard is going to brace and take no damage because of the nat 20. Um, and is going... Sense. That's that's our house rule, right? Yeah. yeah. It saved you many a time. Uh, but uh -huh. she is... What's that? I just said, uh-huh. Oh, okay. I, just, I thought you said, huh. I was like, no, no, you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> I was agreeing. Um, and uh, she is going to draw her blade and point it at you through the cracked windshield, because that's going to definitely blow out the windshield. The ship is going to take, uh, what is my absorption of damage on this ship? Yeah, so the, the full damage would have been 32 then. And my damage threshold is 15. So the ship just took 17 points of damage. Ooh. That's gonna be enough to blow out the front window, I'll say. Um, for sure. It was gorilla glass. <laughs> okay, so you are right there, but that does mean thank you. This makes my life easier because now the honor guard can run up and attack you because there's no window. They sure can. Yay, thank you for solving my problem, Krista. Uh the honor You're guard welcome. is going to go Tulalu, Lale! Foul fiend, I shall destroy you. Uh and is going to rush oh. you. Um What a nerd. 
What a nerd, right? Um, nerd. going to use... Nerd. Uh, is gonna use two longsword attacks because I wanna. Well, fun. Uh, Krista, uh, would you like to Hi. use an opportunity attack on the first, on the second one? That would be amazing. Okay, please do me a favor. The first one is gonna hit you though. Ooh, I don't oh, think boy. I'm gonna hit on the. That's ten. No, it's a nine to hit. So. Oh, I need more d10s. Um, I'll take. This one and this one. All right, you're going to take 10 points of slashing damage. Oh, pardon me, 12 points of slashing damage. Mm -hmm. And 22 points of radiant damage. Gross. As her blade passes through you. Uh, the second one is going to be whipped back and is going to actually hack into part of the ship that you've damaged, kind of wedging above your head. Uh, what was your attack roll? Uh, a nine. Okay, yeah, that's not going to hit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the commander is going to go, what? And be a commander. Because they are in another part of the ship taking a nap, I think. They're in, no, they're not in the storage room. Why did I drop them in the storage room? They're in the... Why are, why are all of these crew members in the captain's quarters? Get out of here. We're not having an orgy. <laughs> or they're just all in the closet. Or were they? Uh, oh, my. Oh my. They are not having an orgy. That's caught off guards. Uh they're not having an orgy on orgy on duty. I rolled. They didn't roll lucky enough. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh the priest. Uh I'm gonna spend a hurt them more to act as a priest. Uh the priest is going to use Misty Step, I think. Or Starlight Step here. See what is happening on the side of the ship. See Tana, who is. Uh, excuse oh. you. Hmm. I'm hiding all the way over here and totally in space and don't exist. How dare you? Proceed, <laughs> Tana. I can see your ring. Illegal. <laughs> all right. Um, was that how you're not going to hit? You just say, no, I don't want it. Okay. Exactly. Yes. She just right. hides behind people. <laughs> um, right actually, now, she's specifically hiding behind Cheshire yeah. and Crocs. You know what? That's 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 a dumb move. We're going we're gonna to go. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And um, we are going to say the uh, the priest is going to look directly at this rampaging cleric gif uh, and is going to be like, no. And he's going to cast hold person on you. Beautiful. Oh, let's, see if it, let's see if it works. I believe that is a wisdom save. Mm -hmm. You have determination, as does Tana. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not bad. That's an 18. I think I, I think I feel pretty safe with an 18. Okay, so you feel very held, but not very, very held. <laughs> okay, uh, so that is going. She's be held, damn it! All right, Tana, it is your turn. What do you do? Uh, Francis was already being held. Uh, Tana's gonna move a little bit closer. Uh, what? What? Can't move myself. Hang on. There we go. Brilliant success. Um, and I'm actually going to use that ring uh, to do shooting stars because why not? Oof. So I intend to expend three charges to make a 15 foot cube of hell in emitting from okay. this particular spot here. All right. Now uh, the window three has been times destroyed. in the same spot. <laughs> okay. Uh, so three times my in the same apologies. Spot. Okay. Yeah, so but everyone there needs to make three DC 15 saving throws. Can you do three at once? 
Yeah, I can do one to three charges, and it doesn't say that they have to be in separate spots. Hold on, oh I'm God. just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna double check this. Real the ring quick. of shooting stars is quite ridiculous. And I, am I in that? You are very specifically and not. You are mysterious huh. for some reason. Sorry, just yeah, checking this real quick. You launch one of, of light from the ring on a point you can see within 60 feet. Each creature in the 50 foot cube, originally from that point, shower and sparks. Yeah, I guess you can just go pew, pew, pew. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Also, I guess one question that was a 15 foot diameter or radius. I was assuming radius, but it might so be So it's a 15 diameter. foot cube, which means three by three. Okay. So oh, then let's, let's do it. Let's do it here instead. So... Just okay, to get so the ones I'm... here on the on the front deck, we'll get those four. So do you want it, or do you, would you rather get the 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 commander? Because if you oh, go that's one why square a good down, point, actually, yeah, that, let's, that let's put the, it right right on this is, one. Oh, right on. So you're putting it uh, right right around here. On that guy below the right. two. On on where okay. I just moved Tana adventure wise by accident. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that'll go one. So that means it's um so a cube of that size is. It also goes up and down. So it's three squares by three squares is what it'll do. Yes. Okay, so, sounds good. So that's one. So, so it's a DC 15, but it's okay. three cubes. So that'll just to be obnoxious. So that'll hit we could every, do them all at once. It'll hit all four here is what you're saying. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So first, we're going to start from the top and work our way down. Uh, number one is going to be, this is a deck save. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, that's going to be a nat 20, a 19, and a 10. Okay, Gross. brilliant. Uh, so <laughs> it would be half damage here. You know what? I can track this if you want. I can open up a notepad here. Yeah, so half full. Can you give me nine. the numbers. Okay, so, so half full none. Half full none. Two. Okay, next one down is going to be. What's my DC for this? 15? Uh, 15. Okay, there's a deck save. Uh, so pass, 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 pass for the next one. So is that half, half, half then? Half, half, half. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to go by numbers one, two, and three, one, two, three, and four, I suppose. Okay. So then, track, uh, the one that you cast it on specifically is going to be pass, fail, fail. So full half, half. And the honor guard is going to be, uh, None. Fail, fail would be half full, full, wouldn't it? Yeah, half full, full. Uh, and then, uh, and then the Neapolitan mix, uh, full, pass, fail. <laughs> so, so, um, so full half, full half none. none. Okay, full half none. Guys, so roll the twenty. Okay, cool. Yeah, roll the twenty. Uh, I got two, I got I'm gonna use roll twenty to roll these. It's only 5d4 fire damage, but, but it's, it's three, three times. Of them, so, how many charges does this thing have? 5d4, six. Okay. First one is 10. So, I'll, I'll get the, the math on this in a moment. Please, sounds good. All right. Three, so, Francis, ten. as you're on the on the on board, these shooting stars are going to go 15. Okay. And thank you, Roll20, for making this so much easier. 14. Okay, so number one is going to take, I guess we'll do we'll do them sort of in sequence. Okay. So one, two, and three are going to take five damage from the first one. Four, mm -hmm. who I think is the, the fancy one, will take ten damage from the first one. 
Okay. You got that? So yeah, sorry the... for this one being complicated. So I'll try to simplify it as much as I can. Okay, so four and ten. Five and uh, ten. So it's so one, two, three, and four are gonna mm. take five or sorry, one, two, and three are gonna take five damage, and then number four okay. will take ten damage. Perfect. Keep going. Uh and then number one will take ten. Number two or sorry, number one will take fifteen. Number two will take eight. Number three will take fifteen, and number four will take eight. Okay. Just number, mayhem. Number three will take how much? You said. Uh, fifteen. Okay. Okay. So We're gonna... One and three should be fifteen, and two and four should be eight. Sounds good. All right, give me the last one. Uh, so then one will take zero damage. Okay. Two will take seven damage. Okay. Three would take fourteen damage. Okay. And four would take zero damage. Okay. Awesome. Alright. Alright. That that honor guard's doing real well, but but her troops are not doing particularly well. Um alright, so Tana, you still have an action. That was a bonus action, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, it's it's an action. Oh, it is an action. Okay, do you have a bonus uh, action you like to use? It does. I do. Um I would actually like to use my telekinesis push to try to shove the honor guard a little bit back from Okay, from what 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 type of save is this? Uh, so I think it is. I think it's a strength save. It is, yeah. So I think it's DC 15. I have a 13. That's going to push her five feet back. push her five feet away. Yeah. Okay. All right. And with that... His back, which was sounds very flourish in Alvin. Get away from us. Exactly. Okay. It is going to be Elven Warrior 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11's turn. They are... They're surprised. Um... What? Uh, but they will act next round. Wreck back at the top of the at the top of the castle deck. What do you do, bud? Uh, flurry of blows on the two guys that I started out with. So let's do it. I think we do throw a couple shots into each of them. You guys don't want to see my notes for this. This is just chaos on my page. <gasps> yeah. I can, oh God, I can imagine. Uh, so. 26 and 21. Those are totally hits. And then, oh, uh, 20, 20, uh, not, not natural, and 14. 14 is not a hit. Okay. So, one, two. So it's going to be 9, 10. 18, and then the guy that took one shot will be uh, 7. So 18 and... Perfect. Uh, and just... because of Flurry of Blows, they each have to make a strength save on each of those or get pushed back 15 feet. And that's on each? Booted, that's booted on each off hit. the boat. Yep. Each hit? Okay. Okay. Um, the first time that you come down on one of them, uh, you are going to hit the first one with an amazing hit, and he is just going to stand completely solid and absorb the blow, like like completely immune to the effect. And then you're going to kick him in the knee, and he's like, "Wow, my trick knee!" and is going to fall <laughs> fall off the ship <laughs> because he got a nat twenty and then a nine. Um, oh so God. that's going to push him how far? Fifteen feet away from me. 
Yes. Okay, he's still on the wing at least. Oh, damn. <laughs> yep. He'd still be on the wing regardless, but that is a little better. Uh, all right, and the next one got hit once. And the next, he is going to pass his check. Okay. All right, so you're going to do that. He's like, no, Bill's knee. <laughs> okay, uh, Mool, it is your turn. What do you do? So there's one right in front of me. There is. There's, um, there's just checking. That is the one I, is that the one I attacked last time or did it I attack is. the one? You attacked uh, both okay. of them. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. That is correct. Okay. So I'm going to, uh, Mool's going to reckless attack and okay. is going to swing. Uh, okay. First strike. Swing is for the fences, Mooly. 22 to hit. Okay, 22 is a hit. And the second one is a dirty 20. Those are hits. Okay. Man, number one's having a bad day. Um, and I'm going to use my new savage attacker to reroll one of those damage dice. See if I can do better. Oh, it did not. Um, that's eight plus... Twenty bludgeoning, I believe. Twenty bludgeoning. Okay. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, all right. Are you doing anything else with your turn? So rushing, like continuing your assault, you ooze this one twice in the face, um, cracking off the mask, which clatters onto the ground. <clears throat> Bad fiend. Yeah, I'm going to use my bonus action to do something kind of silly, but the one mm. that is stepping. Yeah, there's one that's like 10 feet away from Wreck. 15 feet, yeah. yeah. Are, are we good now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So that's 15 feet away from me. Uh, bonus action to dredge line to dr try and grab it and yank it. Um, bonus action, you can use this as a pen. Uh, basically, the little right. blobs on our head on their head could become like little like ponytail things, and they're going to lash forward as like tentacles to grab... Um, uh, strike a creature of your choice that you can see within 15 feet. The target must exceed a strength saving throw, which should be a DC of 14. Um, otherwise, it's pulled 10 feet in a straight line towards me. Okay. Um, let's do it. Which I realize will not actually pull it into its friend, but yeah. Um, Alright, so that is a 4. So, whoop. Okay, they've been grabbed and are being yanked. Ah, my yanking! All right, so they are being yanked uh, back by one of your tentacles. Ew, 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 ew! Oh, which of course is an elven going, Trilla, Trilla, Trilla! <laughs> All right, um, that is Mool's turn, Cheshire. All right, right off the bat, um, <clears throat> she's going to use Call Lightning again. Okay. Um, because it is still there, and she's going to center it right here, so it hits the three okay. uh, right adjacent to that two there. And call lightning is a—is it a cube, a sphere? What does it do? It is. Uh, it is a five. Each creature within a five-foot point. Ah, oh, yeah, that'll do it. All right. I must make a dex save, please and please. Oh my god, I am rolling really well. Uh, that is. Uh, 11 
16, 20, nat 20. The 11 fails. Okay. <laughs> uh, the 11 fails, and then... Uh, and so that one's going to take uh, 23 lightning damage. Oh, that one's had a really bad day so far. Are you sure you want to do that to them? I'm pretty sure I want to do that to them. Okay. Um, uh, the first one is going to be hit by lightning. Uh, keep going down the list. Um, and so, yeah, that, that one's going to take uh, full 23. The next ones are going to take, uh, what, 11. Um, and then the other one, not going to take any. Okay, the next one's going to take 11 as well, and then zero for the last one, because there were four of them clustered. Yeah, and then... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, all right, so one of them is going to be struck by lighting, and you're going to hear a... And it's going to be completely sizzled down to the skeleton, dropping nice. to the ground dead. Um, and then, what else are you doing? Uh, bonus action. Um, I'm going to go after just the one that looks the next most hurt with uh, my... that is either of the other two that actually got hit they are they are bad all right i'm gonna go for the one directly in front of um uh francis in that case okay that is slightly more damage so that's a good call go ahead all right and that's gonna be my starry form archer uh which is a 1d8 plus wisdom do do, do and it's a ranged spell attack oh i need to make it make it an attack roll uh you wow, do. Cat, get, get ahead of yourself um and that's going to be a, not quite a nat 20, but that's going to be an, uh, an 18. That's going to hit. And that's going to hit. And then that's going to be a, a 7 plus wisdom. How do you want to do this? 8, 9, 10, 11. Um, so she's going to, uh, she's going to draw back on her quarterstaff, which is pointed to this thing like a bow. And then just loose the loose a, a radiant arrow with this uh, at buddy, and it is just going to cleave him in half, uh, right through the chest. Oh no! Not even time for a for a particularly um, useful um, uh, just for a particularly useful uh, one-liner. Um, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Um, and as that occurs, uh, so that's your turn. Uh, Francis, it's your turn. And as you are preparing to go, you are going to see one of the star moths in the distance explode yeah. over your shoulder. And a manganel bolt is going to go, or a manganel manganese rock is going to go kind of sailing kind of about five feet over your head. Just, <laughs> and you can see there's a bit of splatted elf on it. <laughs> All right, your turn. Um, would it be an athletics check to throw one of these things off? So it would be a contested strength and athletics check to grapple and then throw, yeah. Oh, you're rolling real good. Um, I, I'm rolling real good. <laughs> Are these, these guys look pretty hurt, right? These oh two? my god, yes. Uh, one okay, of them, you I'm... know what? I'm going to say, this guy, the, the guy that's at the back of the group, seems like he just fell down and scraped his knee and is kind of going, ow, Ow. But the other one looks like he he's just ready to sign up for like with the Veterans Affairs Department. Like he's just about okay. done. Okay. Um. I think you can offhand, but you roll a disadvantage, right? Or, or yes. do you not? You don't, you don't roll a okay, disadvantage. Right. You, just, you don't add your strength mod. Okay. Perfect. Um. In that case. Um. He, yeah. He's gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna grab their. Um. 
their hammer in one hand and unsheathe their hand axe, which they've had this whole time but never used, because why would you when you have a big hammer? Um, okay. And is going to smash down on the guy directly in front of them, the one that's less hurt, mm -hmm. um, and then we'll attempt an offhand attack on All right. Buddy to the north. Make me two attacks. Uh, okay. I know so... what you're doing, too. I know what you're doing. <laughs> trying to just split my damage here. Um, now, how does your okay, zeal effect? Uh, does that go off? Is, is that a is that an always thing? Um. Oh, my one d eight of damage is yeah. it's literally it's once per turn. Okay. So it's only going to be on one of them. Um, okay. So okay. So blue is north. Blue is the one on your uh, left. I, I rolled two 11s. Um, so okay. one of them is going to be a 17 on the okay. guy that I'm hitting with my hammer. So they're both good. They're both going to be 17. 11. Oh, wait, I have determination. I'm going to use they're, my determination on my offhand I, attack. You're, they're both going to be 17. You just don't add your your strength to the damage. Oh, okay. Even fantastic. There you go. Okay, yeah. cool. You're just not quite as hard of a hitter. So Amazing. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm glad. Uh, I'm going to use my 1d8 on that. So there you go. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm using my hammer one-handed, which means it's a D8. So uh, the guy, oh, and that is an eight, uh, plus my guy? strength. On the guy uh, the with guy the guy less hurt, uh, eight plus three. So 11 on the, yeah, the less hurt one in front of me. Okay, ooh, that's a nice round number now, good. Okay, and... and the, my, my axe is a D6, plus I'm gonna use my Cleric of Zeal D8 to do radiant damage. Uh, so it will be ugh, one radiant damage and five slashing. Okay, um, that is going to impact uh, with the side of his head, cracking his mask off, and he's going to kind of just be like, oh, on death's door, like, like rapidly blinking. Very, very hurt. Um, the honor guard that you pushed away is going to point her blade at you. Uh, are you don't you're done with your turn? Just confirming. Yes, yes. Is going to say, "Get out of here, you foul hippo!" And is going to point her blade at you and try to hit you with a radiant ray. Oh man! I'm gonna spend a hurt the more to get advantage on this. Ugh. Ooh, uh, I think hit not crit seventeen. That does yes. Okay. So that is going to be one, two, three. Oh, see, so you had to say I was rolling well. <laughs> uh, 22 points of radiant damage as a Gross. beam of light fires out of the honor guard sword and strikes you. Uh, and then we are down to the commander. Uh, the commander is at the back of the ship. Let's see how far they can move. That's going to be... Oh, they're really down there. Okay, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, they can make it into the room at this point. So the commander will rush into the main room, kind of pushing past the priest. And... Uh, is going to... You're not as good as your honor guard, are you? Oh, you're actually better. How is that possible? Uh, 
you know what, they're going to stop in the door, appraise the situation, see the front of their ship is blown out, uh, and you are going to draw a bow and uh, are going to fire two shots at you. Okay, I'm going to spend a hurt the mortar to roll that. It's a, it's a miss, but it's not a botch. Because uh, I didn't want to mulch the guy in front of me. Uh, does a 15 hit you? Sorry, was muted. Yeah, uh, 15 is my AC, yes. Okay, so that will just barely hit. Uh, that is going to be... You are going to take uh, 7 points of piercing damage. And... A paltry amount of radiant damage, really. You're going to take Doesn't 11 matter. points down. of radiant damage. You're down? They're down, yeah. Okay. Uh, so Do I you'll, fall off the boat? Uh, you're going to collapse right there, probably. This is just an arrow. You're going to kind of go face first on the ground. Uh, the priest is going to rush out on their turn and is going to turn, see the one that is casting Call Lightning, and I need... Uh, you to make me a deck save with disadvantage, cat. Oh no! For that. Oh no! Did you botch? Uh, that's gonna be a five, Kelly. Okay. Well, this is how we get a boss encounter, guys. Um, <laughs> oops. Oops. Okay. Here we go. Oh, that could be way worse. Um, that is going to be... Oh, that's pretty bad, actually. Uh, it's going to be 24 points of radiant damage. And I need you to make me a concentration save to keep Call Lightning up. Mm, yeah, you do. Oh, that's going to be a pass. That's going to be a pass? Okay. Yeah, okay. I rolled a 19. Do I have a bonus action spell I can cast... Um, but that hurt me a lot. Oh, that didn't work. So I'm gonna move Commander Crux because Cumber Crux is flying the ship or helping fly the ship. Um, I'm gonna save my last hurt the more. Um, okay, and then Tana, it is your turn. What do you do? Uh, well, Francis is down, so I think uh, the action has changed. Am I within 30 feet of this tile? It looks like it. Just want to make sure this distance is vaguely accurate. Think so? So, it, like I said before, the ships are close enough that um, it'll take just take half your movement aboard. Oh, yeah. Okay, I guess I could just do it that way then. So we're just doing um, conceptual distance. Yeah, so let's just maneuver ourselves over here. Um, okay. And then I would like to grab Francis and Thunderstep back. Ooh, Thunderstep, what's my save for that? Uh, do, 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 do. So it is a con saving throw of the DC in a moment. I think it's 15. Yeah, it's 15. And that's a five foot cube? Uh, it is a 10 foot space within 10 feet. So it's actually like a, a 10 foot radius. Okay, uh, roll me damage. Sure. So it's Rolling. because I'm casting this at level four, that will be 4d10. I'm going to roll it in d20 or roll oh 20. Oh boy. Um, okay. So, and it's a con save. So, uh, the priest. 20 damage is all damage. 20 damage? Okay. So. The priest is going to take 10 of that. The honor guard is going to take all of it. Um, the 
Okay. The other warrior that scraped his knee is going to take 10 of that. Um, and the other one is just going to be evaporated. The one that Francis hand axed, uh, you are just going to evaporate them with that as you thunderstep back. Uh, and then I would like to try to land Francis sort of... Can I, I can double click to highlight a spot, can't I? Yeah, totally. Or you just no, roll 20 is being weird for me today. Just press the button and squeeze. Okay, so I want to put Francis there so that hopefully they have a little bit of cover. Okay. And then we'll we'll figure that out for uh for next actions. Sounds we good. Shall see. All right. Uh time for my turns, finally. Um all right, no. Wreck. Uh Wreck, the Elven Warriors are going to charge you and Mool. Uh Mool, you're pound, pounding one of them. Uh so Wreck, uh one of them is gonna take two longsword attacks at Jesus Christ. Uh, does a two or a three hit you? Apparently, I'm a really good defensive DM and a very bad offensive DM. Um, all right, Mool, they're going to come toward you. Uh, that The one that you are, are in melee combat with uh, is going to swing out with you with a 10 and a 16. Uh, the 16 will hit. Okay, that is going to be... Okay, I'm just going to prep all of my damage dice in advance, I think. Okay. Alright, so, uh, this one is going to slash into you, dealing 5 points of slashing damage and 1, 2, 3, 10 points of radiant damage. The one to the south of you is going to charge and go for the Rixia! And is going to get a nat 20 with that. Uh, and another hit. So, let's do this in order. Uh, the first one is going to slash through you for 10 points of slashing damage. And one, two, three, four, five, six, eight points of radiant damage. So don't forget that you're in rage right now. So have the slashing yeah. damage. So okay, sorry. Um, the first one was five slashing, which is two instead. Yes, always ran down. Yeah, and then it was how much radiant? Uh, ten. Ten. Okay, I, I somehow wrote down twenty, and I felt that was a little much. That is probably a little much for for that. Yeah. Okay. So um, then five and then eight radiant. Yes. And then the crit's coming in. Okay. Okay. I need more dice. Oh, okay. Well, that would have been better. Um, okay. 13 points of slashing damage turns into six. Uh, and then you are going to take nine, 10, 11, 12, 20 points of radiant damage. Okay, so 20 Radiant wasn't unreasonable. All right. No, it wasn't. Eventually it did show up. Okay. Uh, the one that you are grappling is going to spend half their... Or that you're you're just pulling them, right? I'm just pulling them. I'm not grappling. Okay, they're going to spend half like of tongue. their... They're going to spend half their movement to stand up, and they're going to attack Rek from behind, which is his most vulnerable space. Rek, would you like to make an opportunity attack? I would love to take an opportunity attack. One of them is going to charge you from behind. How dare you attack my knee! And is going to try to chop you in the head. But they're <laughs> going to telegraph Rick, this thing like a bad kung fu movie. Roll me an attack. As Rex lifts his boot and he runs his knee directly into it. That's uh, <clears throat> teams. That's a uh, dirty twenty. That's going to hit. Roll me damage. Uh, that would be a seven, right to the kneecap. Oh no! <laughs> I just had surgery. 
Poor guy. Um, okay, so that's Sergeant one, two, three, four. Okay, uh, here, coming out of storage, is going to go uh, chunk, 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 chunk. And... Okay, it's going to be on the stairs there. Uh, another one is going to rush out to the front, taking the full move out here. Uh, another one is going to rush toward the stairwell and kind of get stuck there. Um, and the two on the bow are going to see the call lightning effect still. And Cheshire, it's time to take some damage. Ooh, yeah, you know what? These are for Cheshire, these are for Tana. So Cheshire... It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I have to switch out for a different one. All right, so uh, no Cheshire, good. on an attack roll, does a 14 hit you? Uh, no, it does not. Okay, so two arrows are going to go past your head. And Tana, uh, that is going to be a 17 and a 20. Both of those will hit. Tana's AC is 17. Oh, no. Okay, so Tana, uh, do... Oh, oh no, oh, consequences. Uh, you are going to take three points of piercing damage from the first one. And five mm -hmm. points of piercing damage from the second one as two arrows hit into you. And you are also going to take 11 points of radiant on the first one and 11 oh, points hell. of radiant on the second one. I, I rolled below. Um, oh, no, I, ro I rolled slightly above average. Good for me. What are you saying? Oh, I, I think she's definitely going to have to go. Oh, no, consequences. She gets basically half annihilated uh, sounds good uh, and finally Mool I'm going to take two longbow shots through my friend at you so you're going to have partial cover let's see how this goes uh, that's going to be one hit the other one's going to go ping into the railing next to you uh, but one of them is going to slam into you for ten points of piercing damage it becomes five and eight points of radiant damage and that is all of their turns because that guy can't actually act because he's he's bound up in the in the stairs they acted the priest acted did the commander act the commander acted yeah the commander acted the commander shot shot francis okay uh top of the initiative we have wreck <laughs> Uh, I'm going to do another flurry of blows, and I'm assuming I can hit that fourth one that's kind of on the stairs diagonal from me. Yeah, he'll have partial cover, so his AC will be slightly higher. Okay, well, one, two, four. So I'm going to throw a boot at each one of them once. Boot, boot, boot. Uh, so 18. Who are you throwing your fourth boot at if you're using flurry? My fourth boot? <laughs> Does Rex just carry around spare boots? Yeah, spare boots. Just... Well, just you get four attacks with you when you use flurry of blows. If I'm not yeah, mistaken, yeah, and there's there's four of them, so I'm just hitting one. Oh yeah, you can't hit four of them. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 18... Sorry, I was thinking only three for some reason. So it's twenty-five, twenty-five, and yep. uh, dirty twenty. And okay. the last one. This is going to be guy behind the stairwell. Is a uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, you have determination. I will spend my determination. Ooh. All right. Don't erase Mike. Erase the determination. So that's going to make yeah. that uh, 
So it's 17, so dirty 20. Okay, those are all going to hit. Okay. My notes are so gross right now. Okay, so uh, do you want it in particular order or no particular order? Uh, just get, give it to me down the list. I'll start at the top and work my way down. Okay, so that's going to be 10, 7, okay. 7, and 7. Okay, sounds good. And then those guys need to make checks, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Are we doing the push or are we doing the knockdown? Uh... Let's try doing the... Well, I'm going to assume that they're higher in dexterity, so let's do the pushback. So, strength okay. saves. All right. Uh, the first Fourteens. one... 14s? The first one, can you tell me how he dies? Uh, Probably boot him, like, straight upwards, and he just kind of launches off into space like a rocket. Okay. So, number one is gone. Number two, strength save. Uh, it's going to be a 12. Okay, number the one, and that you're doing the, you say you're doing push? Yeah, so push them back 15 feet one, away two, from three. me. Okay, so still on the castle deck, sort of, so kind of against the wall and over, which means that he's technically down. Dangling onto the side. Yeah, he's basically like hanging off the battle deck right now. Uh, the next one is going to be, uh, this is a strength save, so that's going to be at an 11. So from the angle you're hitting at, that's going to be one, two, three. So once again, the same guy is hanging off the, the star moth again. Uh, and then... Sorry, Bill. And then I'm going to give the last guy strength with advantage because he literally has a guy behind him on the stairs. Uh, and it didn't matter. So he's going to be launched through his friend who's going to duck as he tumbles down the stairs. So, damn, son. Have a nice trip. Yeah, apparently. Um, all right, Mool, it's your turn. What do you do, my friend? Um, okay, so I'm just trying to figure out where everybody has now gone in that last couple moments because things have moved. Right. Um, All right, so looking around, you can see that the one that is the one that just stabbed you is right next to you. Um, the others have been pushed over yeah, or down okay. the stairs or onto the wing. Yeah, okay. So the one that is right next to me is the mm -hmm. target of my ire and my rage and my wrath. Good, um, good. Step one, bonus action to activate my Eldritch Claw tattoo. Oh, no. Um, because, yeah, um, I am going to... I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to reckless attack because I'm a dumbass. And that was very mean of them. So. Do it. Uh, that's a crit. Okay. On first hit. All right. And the second one is a 23 to hit. Those are two hits. Roll me damage. Okay. So. And you just, took uh, Savage Attacker. my tool here. I did so I can re-rule one of these rolls for higher damage. And I'm nice. gonna apply that to the crit, I think. So oh, we're wait, do wait the crit until first. do you have to choose before? Uh it says apply to one of the rolls. So yeah, yeah, you don't have to so. I don't think you have to choose before, do you? No, so I'm gonna just do the pool hmm. together because I gotta Maybe remember how many because the claw gives me an extra one D six mm -hmm. for of uh, force damage. And then I have D8s. Okay. 
and then I need to add my bonuses to this. Yeah, so once per turn when you roll weapon damage mm -hmm. for a melee attack, you can roll the weapon's damage dice and use either total. Yeah. So yeah, re-roll that crit twice and see which one's better. Is it all of the dice or a single dice? That's a great question. Uh, um, the, the damage the dice. Damage dice. So all of them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So now I understand why that, that feat's actually good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, sick. Give that to a paladin. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hey, oh Krista, I, can't I think I right actually now. want to give Kai at eighth level. Okay. What feat is this? Savage Attacker. Okay. I'll fist them good. Oh, crap. Oh, sorry, my mental math is not doing great. It's okay. I, I just started taking a pre-calc class and I like the crazy ass equations totally fine 96 plus 12 I don't know <laughs> I'm like, oh my god it, it's the same thing for me like with, with my flying I can understand all these crazy super difficult to comprehend uh, things about how planes work and all that but if they need me to divide something by three to find out how long I need to turn for Yep. I'm like 136 divided by three. Uh, <laughs> not a clue. Exactly. But I can tell you how to get from one place to another without ever seeing the ground. <laughs> okay. All right. What do we What do we got, Amy? Okay. So think that ends up being. Okay. Eighteen. So. 24 and 18 total. So 32, 42 points of damage. Yeah. Okay. It took me several times counting that. Okay. Uh, he is still up, but very badly broken as you just keep smash, 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 smashing. Good news. All right. Cheshire. All right. That priest looked at me funny. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm going to make him look funny. Okay. Um, and I'm going to cast Blight on him. Okay. Uh, and so he's going to take a con save, and I'm going to use my Cosmic Omen to minus a d6 off of that, which is going to okay. be minus five off of that um, con save. Okay, 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 okay. All right, that's, uh, then... that's a minus one, so I think I failed. <laughs> okay, and then I'm just going to mute real quick while I use Calculator. I like this priest. He's a good guy. He gives back to the community. Hands out food to the homeless. Might be made of oh, some right. of the homeless, but it's, you know, recycle. <laughs> exactly. And so All he's right. going to take 36 necrotic damage. Oh, boy. Um, oh, hold on. I gotta, I'm going to do a little bit of math here myself. 36? 36. 36. Because I don't think I add anything to it. 
Uh, you don't. So Blight is just 8d8. Yeah. Unless you cast it at a higher level. Okay, so uh, take the reins. How do you do this? <laughs> All right. So she is going to uh, point her Q staff at, at, at this guy, um, flash up her her focus, and pull a constellation out of uh, out of space, channel it down her quarter staff, and it is going to um, form a writhing black mass that travels towards him, hits him in the face, and slowly just eats him from the face down uh, sure. until he is a puddle on the deck. Fair. Um, so his primeval ooze uh, is going to kind of melt. Uh, and are you doing anything else with your turn? Oh, heck yeah. Um, I'm going to aim at one of the two, uh, the left hand um, um, person on the front deck. Okay. And I'm going to use my starry form archer on him. Uh, so okay. that's going to be... Uh, does a 19 hit him? Yep, it does. And how is a 8 for damage, Radiant? An 8 for damage is gonna hurt. Um, alright, he is going to be buffeted back, and... Oh, pardon me, I forgot to delete a guy. That was the guy that got axed. Uh, so, um... The, the one remaining that was not the priest, uh, is going to be struck by your Radiant Arrow, and is going to stagger back. All right, Francis, I need to know, what are you thinking about, buddy? Oh, I think in the immediate uh, go uh, get knocked out is just, I'm not going to let these fuckers kill me. They're weaklings. I've got to get back out there and end them. You'll remember when you were being raised as a small gif among the giants and your adoptive parent kind of like looming over you. Oh, Francis. When the small ones try to crush you, and they always do, remember, it is you, the larger and more powerful, who should do the crushing. You understand, my child? Crunch, crunch, crunch. Yes, crush those little halfling rats. Crush them all. <laughs> all right, good. Um, all right, good job, Francis. Uh, Honor Guard is going to see this bullshit that is taking place. See what you did to the priest and is going to step onto the bow and, uh, ooh, I think, uh, I think we're doing this. Uh, I'm gonna target Cheshire. I'm spending my hearts no, more. No. Oh no. And that is so damn close. I need to hurt or hurt the Mars if anybody has them. Um Uh Cheshire. Uh Yes, Kelly. No no, that sounds like a lot of dice. Yeah, it's not great. Uh you <laughs> are going to take 22 points of radiant damage as a beam of light fires out into you. I need another concentration save for Call Lightning. It drops. Okay. Call Lightning will dissipate and you are going to be struck with a radiant ray. And Ow. then the 
Honor Guard is going to spend the rest of its movement ducking back behind cover. Uh, the commander is going to take a step out, see you and Tana, and is going to do the same, actually, and is going to aim an arrow at each of you. Uh, the first one is going to be at Tana. Tana, that's going to be an 18 to hit. Battle hit. And Cheshire, we're going with dark dice for you. Uh, Cheshire does a... What's your AC right now? It is 16. So close. 15. That's not going to hit. Um, oh, yes. Tana, that is going to be 10 points of piercing damage. Followed by 15 points of radiant damage. Are you still up? And is inexplicably buff, but uh, not up for much longer. Okay, and then the commander is going to duck behind the door again. Um, okay, the priest is going to be dead, so that's their turn. Uh, Tana, it is your turn. Uh, oh, crap. Saying I need to take a closer look at the map because I think the situation has just changed. There's a door there, right? There is a door there. <laughs> Let's drag Francis in the door. <laughs> Tana okay. might be surrendering in a moment here, but let's get Francis out of the firing line first. Okay. Um, and then let's do like straight up medicine to try to stabilize because I'm proficient in, in medicine today. All right, let's do it. Uh, da -da -da. So I think I have a 15. A 15? Yes, a that, 15. Sh that should be enough to stabilize Francis at zero hit points. Nice. Um, and I think that's probably all that she can really do. That's <laughs> your action? Back. Yeah. Do a bonus action. I mean, I think you can do a bonus action, but those are all like pushing someone around or, or stuff mm. like that. There. Um, I don't really have any bonus action spells. Um, I mean, I might close the door, uh, but I think I think that's about it. Maybe yell okay. for Sheshire. Are you okay? All right. Not really. And then it's my turn. Okay. Half my movement. Two, three. All right. And I'm going to spend half my movement to make an... Uh, well, that's okay. That's enough. And then... Uh, all right. Climbing up. Okay. And then... Okay. Boop. 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 Okay. Just adjusting some of my guys around. And... All right, so uh, let's do this in order of operations. Uh, the warrior on the bridge is going to aim bow and take two shots at Cheshire. Both are going to miss. Uh, one of... So, Mool, you are surrounded by by warriors on all sides. Two of them are going to attack Wreck. Two of them are going to attack you. Uh, the first one is going to miss you with one shot and hit you with another. Uh, the second is going to... Your AC is not 14, right? Mine? My AC is 14. Okay, so you are going to be hit by three of these sword strikes. Wreck. Uh, two of them are coming for you. One is a nat 20 and one's a nat 1. I'd say one of them hit me. And one of them is a 19 and a 2. That's... okay. Um, okay. Yeah, that's basically the same, same roll. That's fun. Um, okay, so let's go through this. So that is using it two-handed. 
All right, so Mool, you are going to take seven points of slashing damage, turns to three, uh, followed by 11 points of radiant damage. Then you are going to take, so seven, 11, or pardon me, three, 11. Uh, then you're going to take three points of slashing damage, turns to one, and then eight points of radiant damage. And the final- um, Mool is down. Okay. Uh, he is going to follow through and stab you while you're down. You're going to take two failed death saves. Okay. Um, and Wreck. So, Wreck, one of them is going to hit you, one of them is going to miss you, and one of them is going to crit you. Uh, the hit is going to be 12 points of slashing damage and 12 points of radiant damage. Okay. And... And the crit is rolling off of my page. Oh shit. Um, 19 points of slashing damage. And 10, 18 points of radiant damage. I'm down. Okay. All right. Um, then Okay, that is that, that is that. Then you, the front bow. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, right there. The front's blown out. Uh, the last one is going to rush forward, draw a bow, and uh, Cheshire, that is gonna be one hit. Okay. Uh, oh no. Uh, that is going to be six points of piercing damage as an arrow flies across and then explodes with radiant light inside of you for 13 points of radiant damage. Ooh. Ooh. Um. Yeah, she's down. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> Is this the, oh no, the all is lost moment? Uh, I think so, yes. Okay, top of initiative, we have Wreck. I need you to tell me what you were thinking of. What is helping you stay alive? Wreck is uh, still got the taste of uh, orange wedge in his mouth and he's like transported back in time where his one-armed uh, human mentor was teaching him Actually, ironically, went in an orange grove to try to kick oranges out of the air while he was lobbing it at him. But unfortunately, he was blindfolded at the time. And every time he'd missed, he'd get the feel of a cane across his, his uh, back. And he remembered that day because he all he could smell was oranges and the pain of canes being whacked across his back. And similar to the pain he's feeling right about now. Okay. All right, um, I have made your death save for you. Mool, as you are lying on the bow of the ship, a blade buried in you, burning you away with radiant light, what do you think of? Mool is remembering being several other little oozes that 
consumed like this members being like a little ooze that then consumed and joined with a whole bunch of others and grew and then realized that they could think and how exciting that was when they realized that they were a individual who could exist okay i have made your death save for you you did not immediately die i rolled a 10 that is how close you were to death right there Cheshire, what are you thinking about? She's thinking about how excited she's been to finally get a chance to meet somebody else like her um, and how much she has enjoyed uh, having a group like this that has been so friendly and welcoming and she doesn't want to give that up okay i have made a death save for you and then she stabilizes at no at, at uh, zero hit points because she uh, has perioptive wound closure oh yes yes you do okay Good. Get the role play in. That's good. Uh, Francis, while you are unconscious, what vision are you having? Uh, I th think they're um, starting to think about Crux. And in both in a like kind of sweet romantic way, but also in like a finally feeling like they're they're not like the the group always made them feel like they weren't alone but also that like it, it was a, a, a an assurance that they weren't an oddity they mm. were they were a real thing and they weren't just a weirdo and they love their other weirdos but it was a nice feeling to realize they weren't the only weirdo nice all right and you don't need a save because you're stable the honor yeah. guard will step forward and the commander will lean out. Surrender yourselves! Your piteous armada cannot defeat the might of Xerixis. Even now, you are surrounded. And in the distance, you can see seven young solar dragons emerging from around the bottom of the asteroid two of them flanking either side of the second wind around you you can see ship after ship explode as the Xerixian Empire doubles down on their attack Tana it is your turn well I think she's gonna glance around and see if she can find a healing potion, but I feel like the answer is probably not. Then, I suppose, lean against the door to brace it for a moment, pull out her book, and write someone a little message. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I suppose she'll, she'll send a note to the princess, simply saying, you know, my, my princess, the battle whirls all around, and then what may go well for me, well, it may not. 
I just want you to know that I've enjoyed our moments together, and I hope to yet live to see your radiant visage once again, and then draw a little squiggly heart. I have no idea that'll come through um, <laughs> mental messaging. All right. And then, do you do anything else, or just hide behind there? Um, and we'll also, while doing this, open to negotiation <laughs> in Elvish. Throw down your weapons and face justice. I don't have any weapons. Uh, and with that, the elven commander will materialize on the bow of your ship, fading in with a starry step. We'll reach up and pull her mask off and look down as she kind of kicks the door in. Hello, Tana Starbell. Wonderful to see is you someone again. Someone that Tana knows? It is. Oh, no. Wonderful to see you again, cousin. <sighs> You're just in time for the coronation. I'm glad I could make it. Do a little shy shrug. <laughs> you watch as your allies lie in state aboard the ship and surrender yourself. Now, prisoners of the Xerixian Empire, you are taken to the Imperial Citadel to face justice. Maybe this was your plan for getting into the Citadel all along. Maybe not. Either way, all is not lost. And that's where we're going to call game for the day as you are there. Now, Mool and... Mool, I rolled your death saves and you managed to roll two successful death saves after that. Uh, so, did so did Rack. And Cheshire doesn't have to roll. Holy crap, I actually legitimately rolled for you on those and you succeeded. Congratulations, Jesus welcome! Christ! Oh, that Holy was... I'm sorry. I mean, given permission, Tana would like to try to do medicine to people. Uh... But I don't know if oh, they they're matter. they're going to keep you alive so that you can be probably publicly executed. I mean, of course, mm -hmm. yes, makes sense. Which is yeah, that's... possibly extremely escapable for Tannis, so that's okay. <laughs> you know what? I think you're gonna the, the module even said all is not lost. So yeah, but, but <laughs> yeah, to, to, to quote be. American Dad, the all is lost moment. <laughs> oh no, my things, not my all. Not your all. It's How lost. It's all gone. happened to team doesn't remember to heal? <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> I was I was like, you're like, I blast him. I'm like, you know you're the other healer, right? <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, I don't I don't think anybody else can heal. And I, I feel so stupid because I had so many things that are like good for area of effect. But I was like, oh, but we're going to be like going into this thing afterwards. So I should save my spell slots. I can actually and, and heal also... myself. But uh, Kelly dropped me okay. in one turn. It's it's these it's the astral uh, uh, elf weapons. Yeah. Every every hit yeah. gets three d six radiant, and it's Awful. like holy That's shit, disgusting. Yeah. Well, so gross. and like I even I gave you a surprise round. I gave yep. you them being spread out around the ship and clustered. You know, I, and it just I, didn't my, work. Okay, my plan was take out their spell jammer and then get back to the ship and run. I I, I knew you were going to do that. Did not. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it didn't happen did because not, unfortunately spell jammers are just too too dope um well which is good i was to... like secretly hoping that like the floor would fall out or like the the person driving it would die and then i was, was like okay sick then then we'll just run at least they'll be scrambling well, for a bit technically uh technically the person who was piloting it did die because cheshire melted him um yes but that wasn't until after after i went down i think that was after you went down yeah yeah, yeah exactly so cheshire uh, does still... like melting people and then she forgets that she can also heal people because well, she gets distracted by melting people. Point out that we haven't really needed additional healing in our previous combats. No, you know, whole, I whole sense of security of like, yeah. oh, we'll be fine. We can handle this. It's definitely well, arrogance that's, that's on what I'm side. thinking the whole time. Like, oh, like look at that. Like, yeah. There's not that many of them. Like, how hard can this? Mm -hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> I think it was yeah, when they started taking a lot of things. damage and not quite being dead. I was like, okay, I only got two spell slots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah each one of those guys has 58 hit points. Ooh. Ugh, that's yeah. more than I have. I did <laughs> really, really enjoy it. has more hit points well. than you? <laughs> no, I just realized that's actually not correct. <laughs> okay, but no, I have, I have, but almost as many. I think I have like I think 65. Tana still may have more hit points than you then. She's inexplicably got. I mean, I did put tons into Constitution, but still. Yeah, I have six. I have sixty-five hit points. Yeah, nice. she totally has more after leveling up. She's at seventy-nine. Well, folks, I'm at fifty-nine. She's a buff elf. She's got no armor though, so. Hmm. So, folks, we've got two more episodes ahead of us for Spelljammer, assuming the players continue to survive, and their characters, too, maybe. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I want to thank you all for being with us today in this slightly shorter episode. As I was telling the players before game, I was like, I'm really surprised that this was written as an episode of the book because it's so brief. Like, it's like you can fill, you can add filler, but it's really like you just show up and there's a fight. And then you'll win or lose, and then we see what happens. So I was really surprised, but I think I think this sets up some stakes. So mm -hmm, I think so too, and I, I guess I can kind of understand because it's a pretty significant fight mm. compared to some of the earlier ones. Like we're we're definitely in in rougher odds than we've had for many combats. Like I I could see mm. this combat taking a very long time for some tables, yeah. Like especially because you know Tana could have just gone haywire mode and tried to like murder them all diehard style on the ship with a bunch of That's, nonsense spells. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and could have certainly had some troublemaking abilities, especially with the ring, uh, but that doesn't seem very fun. So, And also not like what Tana would do. So. But that's the yeah. thing, right? You could have just gone in and dropped like 15 fireballs and then just seen if it would happen. But like, who, that would, that's, anyway. Well, could drop one sort of fireball. Well, not thing you, I'm just saying as a team, as a team. Things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what, what's up, Krista? Uh, was, was this fight affected by our gaining of allies? So in a way, so the way that it works is at zero, at the zeroth initiative, every time you hit zero initiative, one ship on either side dies. Okay. So, so if you count down, um, so in the module, um, not as much as you'd hope really. And I was actually, as I was running it, yeah. I was a little disappointed there. I was going to have it be a little more effective. Um, um, but I think they, they just think that star moths are too good. And it's like, well, I mean, they're pretty good, but like, I've got a vampire. It. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> um, but I, I think that 
it, it feels like a numbers game, right? Because at, if you go for 30 rounds of combat and you're following the... the I'll, I'll just tell you some, some minor spoilers for people who are going to listen. Uh, the things that combat could have happened. If you were in the middle of the fleet and not immediately engaged by the, um, by the capital ship, um, Tana could have just been like this and showed off the ring and some of their ships would have defected. Oh, interesting. Not all of them. I was, I thinking, I was thinking about doing that, but we were in combat immediately. So That's the problem. The yeah. module's written so that you pretty much get right into combat. And I was like, oh, do I give you a little more time or do I give you the surprise round? And I thought the surprise round would be more important for you for oh, what yeah, you I were trying to do, too. right? Yeah. Um, and the way it works is there's like a 50% chance that they, their attitude will go from, uh, from violent to indifferent and they'll just break away and like not stop you. Um, yeah. and I pre-rolled out of the 30 ships, 11 of them were, were loyal to Princess Adali and not her brother. Mm. So it wasn't quite half, but it was enough that it would have been pretty sizable. So that could have affected some things in the grander fight. And definitely had you succeeded there, there are also some things with the solar dragons that, that using the ring could have done. But, um, mm, right, two, okay. so two solar dragon fights. Mm. Those guys are beef. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I hope you had a good time today getting your ass kicked. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very rare that that happens with my dice rolls. So mm -hmm. I feel like that that's a really very good. rare thing that happens in 5e in general. So it was actually really yeah, quite it's nice. Pretty easy. To, like, it's a pretty easy game. Get wrecked. And get to get wrecked like wreck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was that was a really good game. I really enjoyed that. Nice. Yeah, me all too. Right. So, folks. You're all amazing. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Spelljammer. Uh, if you like what we do here, please hit that follow button or that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. If you want to help the stream continue, this is a full-time gig and requires a lot of behind-the-scenes hours. So I'd love it if you could drop a sub here on Twitch or if you go and uh, join up with the Dork Armada over at patreon.com slash dorktales, where tonight at 6.30 p.m. we are playing Passions de las Passions, a telenovela role-playing game by Magpie Games. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun ran by robin we're all going to be be spanish heartthrobs and harlots and and really innocent girls actually i think traz is the innocent girl though um surprising he's la donna but you'll see that tonight um i want to thank you all for being here and uh tell you that uh i have to do a big thank you to our sponsor bookworm games thank you bookworm games please use code dorktales 2023 to go buy some dice from them let them know we sent you get some dice for yourself treat yourself you deserve it get some dice that roll as good as mine did today um and uh uh yeah so that's going to be it uh final thank you to all of our patrons at patreon.com dorktales uh starting with my um world-building producer soul omen the maker of worlds and monsters thank you so much soul for all of your support over the many years that you've been with us and for creating all of this really weird stuff that's going to be happening happening in shards of nern thank you to my mom and my stepdad uh my mom jan for being a divine producer here uh to Bricarius, my demonic producer to tammy the forever cleric who is our wizard of the patreon and of course to my high council of the Patreon, who it consists of such wonderful people like the post-it note is missing. Um, one sec. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? 
I almost have them all memorized, but I don't want to miss anybody. I don't want to miss anybody. One sec. Uh, so it is going to include uh, Terran, Buddy, Trezelta. Uh, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to miss somebody, and then I'll feel bad. It's so it's sec. on your it's on your uh, mid card, isn't it? I, I what do you think I'm pulling up right now? I was wondering. <laughs> so uh, just fan for a sec. Uh -huh. D&D stream, stream, stream patron. Like vampire? Vampy, 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 vampy. All right. Um, I see, like, I don't want anybody to feel bad because I don't remember everybody, but there are 13 of you now, and that's a lot of people to remember. Uh, I need to thank Terran, uh, Dustin, Trezelta, Cubby Gummy, Amberthus, Tri the Traveler, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, Larouk, Sorcerer Sanguine, and Mike Baxter. Thank you. Whew. I did it. Uh, and thank you to all of our level 10 heroes and very important patrons for um, just, just everything. And thanks to the Dwarf Squad, too. You guys are cool. Um, and if you like what we do here, we'll be back. Oh, yeah. We'll be back. See you next time on Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis is a Dork Tales production. It stars Amy Godfrey as Mool Plava, Michael Eilat as Rec Felnar, Camille J. Kerfuffle as Tana Starbell, Katrina McGee as Cheshire, and Krista Mitchell as Francis Ponsby. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Thieves by Dark Fantasy Studio, and our closing theme is A Journey to the World, also by Dark Fantasy Studio. For a full list of music, check the show notes below. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our world-building producer, Jade, the maker of monsters. Our divine producer, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producer, Bricarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Drizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, The Traveler, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, Larouk, and Sorcerer Sanguine. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Adam Bomb, Chandra Magic, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Voidweaver, and Rufio. Our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, Robin Holford, the wine master, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Hillary, Matt Diaz, Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Olivia, Joe Abad, Red Monk, Storm Shanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Paula Chino, Chris Deeds, Malazing, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Marcel, Los Grack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Ethereal Ashy, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkel, Brandon Keane, Walter Manbeck, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, 
Stephen, Denise Atwood, Wolfgang, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Yosef, Stephen Malik, Game Hen, Panda Sior, James G, Sabersloth, Joshua Chandler, EBG, Frederic Lapont Moret, Spiffy Groovy Nerd, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrup, and Andrew Rambling Gamer. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embury, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Cade Green, Stephen Pearson, and Chip. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.